emergency podcast, kind of, John Birdie and the Marlins have avoided arbitration. We were waiting for the news, expecting the news, after the Marlins had been beaten in the arbitration room by both Jesus Lozado and Luis Arias. We were waiting to see the news on Birdie, and now the news comes out that John Birdie and the Marlins have avoided arbitration, and also... There is a club option. The Marlins now have further control uh, over John Birdie. They already did anyway in arbitration, but the dollar amount now is more firm for the Marlins. We're going to dig into all of this news, not just the numbers in terms of the dollar, but also looking at the value of John Birdie in terms of what he's done historically and what he can still contribute and why this is a stunning deal for the Miami Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England and welcome to the Locked On Marlins. This is your daily Marlins podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Hit subscribe to the pods wherever you get them. It's free and available. And this pod is daily. Yes, sir. And it is the 7th of Feb, Tuesday, 7th of Feb. An emergency pod. Still light outside. That is always the sign of an emergency pod. The hours aren't late. That's the usual recording slot. Uh, but the news drops. Craig Mish puts the news out there that the Marlins uh, have, well, he's put the news out that they, the dollar amount anyway. John Birdie's club option. It felt newsworthy. It felt like we should get a full podcast out of this. Eli Sussman rightly called out, Pete, how can you get a full episode out of John Birdie's extension? This is exactly how Eli, my king, for certain. Uh, let's though, <laughs> add some filler in. And reminder, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started and also guys don't forget to subscribe over in the youtube channel hit subscribe there it is locked on marlins and all of the content is available there in video format it's the same audio but the video format is there if you'd like to see my living room of course and the sizable microphone that is in front of me yes sir so let's get into the actual news and then we'll talk about john birdie what he adds to this club and why this is a stunning deal for the miami marlins Firstly, one-year deal at $2.1 million uh, for 2023. This is ARB2 in effect for John Birdie. He was earning $1.2 million last year, so a decent raise for him. Uh, and then this is where things get interesting. Uh, he then has a club option at $3.5 million in 2024, then hitting free agency in 2025. So Birdie is on the accelerator path. 1.2 uh, million uh, in year one of ARB. Then you get the step up, pretty much, you know, almost doubling the number to 2.1 mil. And then again, another bump, over a million buck bump um, in uh, 2024 if the team decides to option. The team, of, of course, can decline the club option. Then they will enter the arbitration process again. So really, this is... In terms of the mechanics of the deal, in my opinion, this is giving the Marlins certainty. So if Birdie 
If Birdie has an absolutely wild 2023, absolutely tears it up, MVP, MP, MVP votes and all, <laughs> then John Birdie's number is capped at 3.5 million. The Marlins have put the ceiling on the dollar value of John Birdie. And for me, that's a good thing. The reality is 3.5 million. Let me just let me just take you back to 2022, guys. John Birdie, uh, whilst he had a career high in plate appearances of 404 plate appearances, he played a ton. He played a bunch. Uh, he missed a lot of time back in 2021. The concussion issues that effectively ended his year. Great to see him back. And the Marlins needed him in 22. They really needed him uh, with all the injuries happening. But 404 plate appearances, a career high. Here's the bit. 2.3 war. He had a 2.3 war, which is absolutely wild for John Birdie. Big number. And if you translate that into war into dollar amounts, then the Marlins are getting stunning value out of John Birdie here at 2.1 million and 3.5 million, perhaps, in 2024. Sounds a great deal. WRC plus of 93 last year. That's, you know, we, he's actually had a WRC plus over 100 at certain times uh, in his career. Uh, but with more plate appearances, uh, obviously, you know, you start to get, you know, things normalizing perhaps. And it's fair to say, you know, John Birdie's never going to be uh, a huge impact stick as such. But John Birdie's value, there's two main things, right? When you think of John Birdie, it, it, it comes down to the speed on the bases. When you go back to 2022, he led Major League Baseball in steals, which is wild, in only 404 plate appearances. So it's effectively two-thirds of the season. He led Major League Baseball in steals. 41. Intrigued to see what kind of approach the Marlins take in terms of the base, you know, base running itself. We've got the new rules coming. The bases are going to be bigger. John Birdie was a stolen base monster in 2022. And with the new rules, you know, it's 60. Is 60 stolen bases in sight for John Birdie? I don't know. It, it boils down to the playing type. Right now, clearly, John Birdie. Uh, isn't inked in to be playing every day in any position. He right now probably reverts back to his super util uh, role. We think back and en en entering into 2022, that was the role we were calling out, saying John Birdie, one of the best in Major League Baseball as a super, super util, can play all across the infield, can play all across the outfield. He can take a walk. He can steal a base. He can hit the odd homer. John Birdie, he does it all, and he does it all really well. And so this is the perfect type of guy for the Marlins, right? That you just can play everywhere, can do everything at an average or above average level. Sounds amazing. It sounds perfect. So for me, th this is this is it with Birdie. The stolen bases and it's the position defensive versatility. So valuable for the Marlins. It was so valuable to Don Mattingly. He loves And again, to that point around the stolen bases, 41 last year, and the bases are getting bigger. And there's, you know, limits limiting the shift, um, limiting the amount of pickoff attempts. The, the the pitchers have got to work quicker. Everything leads into if John Birdie plays a full season, he's stealing 50 to 60 bags if he wants to. Like he's just a monster at stealing bags. And my favorite John Birdie moment back in the 2020 season when he stole home, coming on all fours, gorilla position and all, it was absolutely wild. Um, so Let's just remind you about our good friends over. Actually, no, we won't. I've got the wrong order. <laughs> they flipped the script on me. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I went I went too soon on the ad copy. Apologies for that one. But our first ad, 
good friends over at Built Bar. And if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and the calories, then you've got to try those Bilts. We've been through the holiday period, and the goal was to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then you have got to get these Bilts. They're healthy and actually tasty, so so delicious that you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for any New Year's resolutions or just all year round. What makes Built so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. And they come in all of the flavors, unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure how Built does this, but the bars, they taste like a candy bar whilst maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better? They are healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now, you don't need to wait around to get a box. You don't have to think about Built.com only. Using those promo codes, you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club as well. That's right. Head to Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built's. Four-bar box, cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. How about those puffs? If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with all the hit flavors, including brownie batter and churro. Thank me later and enjoy those builds. And there's also a spoiler in there, guys, that FanDuel will be later on. <laughs> so, John Birdie signs with the Marlins, avoids arbitration. No more arbitration losses for the Marlins. The Marlins, they put a ceiling on John Birdie's earnings in 2024 at $3.5 million. If John Birdie has anything close to what he what he's done in 2022, then this will be sensational value for the Marlins. It really will. The, the question is, is what kind of value is it with John Birdie? And this is where I, I kind of got thinking about it, right? Where, you know, what is the, what's the value you think about it? And the way I think about it with Birdie was, effectively, I, you look at stolen bases like, they're doubles in many ways. Like if Birdie gets on, if he got on base last year, you know, he was going, he was going for the steal and he was very successful at them. So in terms of stolen bases, um, you know, what does this mean? And where would he rank? I think Freddie Freeman led the league last year, led Major League Baseball in doubles at 47. Freddie Freeman wasn't stealing many bases. So listen, John Birdie, uh, he he had 17 doubles of, of his own. So 17 doubles, Birdie hit, plus 41. You know, Birdie's, what's that, the 61? 60, no, that's poor maths. <laughs> 41 plus 17 is 58. <laughs> it's been a long day here. The calculator was not available. 58 doubles effectively, though, for Birdie. And that's the value, right? You get Birdie stood there on second base, and if he's leading off at the top of the lineup, let's say, you know, let's say they go Arias and they play Birdie and then Jazz and Coop and Soler and Avi are all coming up. Like to have that guy in, in, in scoring position, it's, a, it's hugely valuable for the fish. So, you know, 68 doubles, let's say he plays a full year. You know, that's almost like, you know, I don't know, 70, 80 doubles by the time you layer in his actual doubles plus the stolen bags hugely valuable for this type of Marlins offense that needs to manufacture runs, death by a million paper cuts, hits and walks, stolen bags, and let, you know, let the power boys come and do their thing. Really intriguing. Like this is it with Birdie. If he's on base, it, it's effectively a double. And those are so valuable and he's great at it. Um, So the question then comes of what about defensively? Like, 
where does Birdie fit in the grand scheme? And you go to Baseball Savant, for example, and you go and take a look at his profile briefly. You know, the offensive profile, it's kind of like shaded predominantly blue. It is what it is. Um, but one thing that isn't uh, blue is his is outs above average, uh, which is bright red. Bright red there for Birdie. And when you go and look, his primary position where he saw uh, his outs above average bump was at third base. Really interestingly there. Really interesting because, you know, the assumption is that, you know, Gene Segura perhaps at, at, at third base uh, at this point, that's what the Marlins put out anyway. But if you start to factor in John Birdie as an above average third baseman and an elite base stealer with high contact and nice, decent walk skills, you know, decent on-base skills there for Birdie, you know, that is a really intriguing prospect there for the fish. And it then comes down to, you know, do you end up with, you do you, do you end up with Arias um, playing a, a ton at first base instead and, and you know, Coop DHing and you start to kind of slide guys around like this. But what I'm trying to say overall is the Marlins absolutely should not be sleeping on John Birdie playing third base because he's done it at an above average level very recently. And I thought, okay, this is what baseball savants telling me. Let me see how this compares to Brian Anderson, who we've all waxed lyrical about for years. How does his numbers compare to Brian Anderson's at third base? I go and look at Brian Anderson's numbers. He's been below average <laughs> on outs above average. He's been below. He's been a negative number at third base recently, Brian Anderson. So John Birdie, John Birdie's numbers are popping. Okay, the arm strength isn't quite there with Birdie. That's the one thing you would say. So when you again you're looking at baseball savant, you know, then the the arm quite isn't there. The profile of the arm isn't quite there. But you know, from a defense only perspective, Birdie's right up there. Brian Anderson was was way below that. You go and look at Miguel Rojas as well. You know, go and look at the gold standard. You know, what's Miggy Rowe done? And in 2022, it was absolutely sensational. 12 outs above average at shortstop. Absolutely amazing. Go and look at Miguel Rojas in 2021. Outs above average at shortstop. It was negative. I haven't got the numbers in front of me now. I should have had them. I think it was negative three. So first thing I must say is this num these numbers seem to wildly fluctuate. And I'm not a specialist in these numbers and these analytics. So I have to call that out. But at the, on the face of it, you think John Birdie is serviceable at third base. The Marlins and us as fans, we're probably undervaluing John Birdie's uh, defensive abilities. We're probably undervaluing the the offensive production when you factor in those stolen bases and what that means in terms of getting guys into scoring position. And really, you then start to think and play that out and think, should John Birdie be starting every day? And whether that's at third, whether that's at short, whether that's at second, whether that's in center field, it's all up for debate. But he can do all of them. He's done all of them. And so, again, this boils down to this is a wonderful deal for the Marlins. It really is. To get this type of guy at this type of dollar amount is absolutely... And Birdie's a top dude as well. And so we have to call that out, that this is a stunning deal, both offensively and defensively for the Fish. Absolutely love it. Let's talk about FanDuel now, and then we'll get out of here because, uh, yeah, we're, we're, str we're struggling to stretch this out beyond 20 minutes, I think that's fair to say. Uh, but our good friends over at FanDuel, and the only app you need for your Super Bowl party is, of course, FanDuel. It's no, it's America's number one sports book. And we are extremely excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On, 
because, as I've already said, they are the number one sportsbook in the U.S. of A. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Sounds like a perfect combination. You can download FanDuel right now, and you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. So you'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Sounds almost too good to be true, but it isn't. No sweat first bet. You can bet on everything too. Money line point spreads, who will score a touchdown. I am all in on those Chiefs. The app is safe and secure and super easy to use. And all your winnings are paid instantly. Join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet. On SuperBowl57.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. That was one of my best reads, I have to say. Uh, let me know what you think. <laughs> um, in summary, though, guys, John Birdie emergency podcast felt right to do. The dollar amount is perfect. He's going to be earning $2.1 million in 2023. He was a 2.3 war player in 2022. However you cut, slice, and dice it, he led the league. He led MLB in 41 with 41 stolen bags. WRC plus of 93 and a career high 404 plate appearances, outs above average of three at first base in 2022. However you look at this deal, it is a stunning deal for the Marlins. 2.1 million is way under value. They have fixed their costs into 2023 with John Birdie. If they decide to, their ceiling is fixed at 3.5 million before he hits free agency in 2025. 3.5 million right now would still be extreme value if they got the level of production out of John Birdie that they saw in 2022. What are the question marks with Birdie? Frankly, there are none. Birdie is who he is. He is a fantastic super utility guy that pretty much any team and any roster would like to have. That is the other intriguing bit. This contract, this extension, this is extremely team-friendly, and that is extremely valuable to decide to and maybe they think they've got too many second basemen on the roster. Perhaps. This is an extremely tradable contract for an extremely, you know, an extremely good baseball player that can really just help your roster out in terms of flexibility and giving you cover for pretty much any spot out there. This is a great deal for the Marlins. John Birdie, we undervalue him potentially offensively. There's no reason why he can't play third base based on these numbers. The numbers are telling us that he was better than Brian Anderson last year at third base, and the year before. I mean, actually, if when we had our eyeballs on Brian Anderson at times last year, it wasn't good. Like, there were definitely a few mishaps. I also think that John Birdie will need to, at times, perhaps, spot Jazz Chisholm in center field. Potentially, they give Jazz, you know, a few days off, which they'll need to. It's a tough position to play out there, and John Birdie can play that role. Uh, that is going to wrap us up for today. A single episode, all covering John Birdie and the extension news. Eli Sussman, I hope... Personally, that you've really enjoyed this podcast. It was put together uh, in about 15 minutes, it's fair to say. <laughs> Not overly analytical, but I think perhaps the summary rings true. I appreciate everyone for making Locked on Marlins your first listen of the day. And now make your second listen, Locked on MLB Prospects. Uh, Lindsey Crosby is hosting that one, and he is a prospect encyclopedia, guys, and he's going to go deep on all of the MLB stars of tomorrow. It is prospect season, guys, so I strongly recommend it. Lindsey is incredible with that podcast, and it is free and available everywhere, anywhere you get your pods, much like Locked on Marlins. Uh, with that being said, guys, 
Enjoy this pod. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And I'll be back tomorrow with hopefully more emergency pods. Yes, sir. See you then.